0: This episode was sponsored by MPB, the world's largest online platform for used photo and video kit. Visit mpb.com. This is Twitter. Hey folks, I'm Frederick Van Johnson, and I am here in San Francisco, California. We're in the Marriott here, close to Union Square, and I have managed to lock down two of the executives from a company called Skyloom. And we're gonna be talking about the new software that they're about to release called Luminar Neo. We're gonna talk about the directions of the company, what's happening, what happened in 21, and what's happening in 22, and a bunch of other stuff. Hopefully I'm gonna be able to extract some secrets uh, these guys as to what what's coming next in terms of Skyloom software.
1: Welcome to the show, guys. Thank you so How much. How is it going? Oh, pretty good, you know. Yeah. Uh, I like the city. I like that we now able to travel, yeah. and I hope everything will be much better soon. Yeah, and I'm really glad to see you in real life.
0: I know I'm taller than I look online. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm 6'2". Um, so let's dive right into this because it's a kind of rare that a photographer gets two of the people that are responsible for such an important tool in the photographer's arsenal, and I get to ask you guys questions about, you know, why you made certain decisions, what are the decisions that you're making going forward. You're the CPO, Chief Product Officer. Oh, yes. Okay. Give us, give us the lay of the land, what, are, what, what is your purview and what, what are you responsible for at Skylar?
1: Actually, you know, uh, I'm the guy who is responsible for all the shit that you don't like about our product, or <laughs> my life sometimes, you know. Uh, I'm responsible uh, in uh, user interface experience in and product roadmap. Yeah. And uh, about all the new technologies that we have, actually. Yeah. So it's huge part of our company, and uh, actually, we really are a product company. Yeah. So the product is the core of our value. So I'm responsible uh, for everything actually mm-hmm. that we do with the product.
0: And how do you, how do you make those decisions about what is going into the product, what the engineering team is going to focus on for a given release cycle? Is it based on user feedback? Is it just, you know, you kind of have your finger on the pulse of what people want? How do you you come to the decisions as to what the feature set is
1: going to be? This is a really good question Mm -hmm. because uh, it's part of our vision when we decide what should go inside product uh, and what kind of features should be like uh, declined or removed or actually should not go actually in the product itself. Mm Uh, and uh, our vision is very simple uh we try to reinvent actually overall workflow and experience of how people use our product mm-hmm. because i see we see that overall industry are full with very similar products which are just the copy features yeah uh from one to another and uh, we focused on like on the reinventing user experience and uh idea is like not just the add feature because just the copy of other products features are very easy Mm -hmm. but there is no value in it yeah i'm strongly believe that like having too much features it's not good at all Mm -hmm. uh we're trying to reinvent tools and we're trying to make something very unique like we did like the sky replacement and other tools in in our vision we think that like technologies of the future and neural networks and AI stuff mm-hmm. will completely change the way how you edit. Yeah. And some people may say like, ah, oh, you, you're trying to stuff with a lot of AI st- stuff uh, features your product, mm-hmm. but uh, it's not about actually be scared or taken actually control from people. It's actually this AI tools are. They, they get more Yeah,
0: and that's the the sky replacement, which a lot of companies then went on to copy. You know, in a lot of ways, uh, and re-implement in their own ways the sky replacement. Now, sky replacement is kind of, it's almost a, you know, a foregone conclusion that an image editing app has to have sky replacement. Now, when you guys kind of pioneered it as CEO. Yeah. What does it look like from your perch? You know, because you, you're, you're navigating, from a product standpoint, yeah, you're taking arrows and people want features and all that. From a CEO standpoint, you're guiding the ship around the other big players in the industry like Adobe and Capture One and all these other companies that are vying for the right to
2: manage my images. How do you navigate that and how do you set strategy for the overall company? You see, yeah, thank you, very good question. Uh, we discuss a lot of things with Dima about uh, what value we can Give to our customers because we understand that actually uh, it's about the choice, about the choice what you want to do with your images, what you want to, how how you want to edit it, and why do you do it? And we pretty believe that everything that our creators do, do, Mm -hmm. they do to expand their creativity, to do something more with that level, and to become a better creator every day. Because of that, we realize that actually that. Our competitive advantage is how easy it is to get into Luminar Mm -hmm. to achieve first results that will move you further. And even though then you can achieve more and more results with our. Smart AI technologies mm-hmm. that uh, will expand you to the really pro level of the quality of that content that you create. Are you guys still
0: betting hard on AI? Because there was some resistance, you know, from photographers, as you know in the industry, from people saying, you know, I don't, I, you, why are you taking my power away? Why should I let robots yeah, yeah. do what I've spent a lifetime learning to do? Maybe you can take that. You
1: know, uh, you know, uh, AI should actually solve the worst things that actually photographers face in their workflow. Mm-hmm. For example, our new product, we made a few you know, new technologies based on AI. One of them is like power lines remover. I know it's very boring to remove power lines from your photo, because yeah. in reality, it's like just mental trick. When you see scene, you don't take, see all that imperfections, you see beauty of your, your scene. When you came home and take a look at your photos. You see those ugly power lines, which just destroy your vision that you had in your mind when you took this photo. And to remove all of them is uh, very boring, tedious. Yeah, and the same for dust spots removal. So AI here to help you be more creative. Mm -hmm. It helps you to skip those boring steps that blocks you Mm -hmm. to move further with your creativity. Yeah. So I think AI will help people. Uh, be more creative and engage more people in this creativity.
0: And, team, I think you and I spoke, did an interview, I think it was with you, many years ago, um, and I asked you a question about um, what the future holds for, you know, software and imaging, and I think your answer was, I think I said something like 10 years, 20 years down the line, what do things look like, and I think you said something like, the, in the future people will be able to describe a scene to the computer and have the computer recreate that scene like I want a beach, the sky is blue, there are some seagulls, the water is this and there's a person on the beach with a red bikini on. You, you'll be able to say those things and the computer will build it. Is that a future that we're still heading for? I mean, this is a couple years ago we had that conversation. Do you still think we're moving in that direction?
1: Uh, you know, it's, it's different things. Mm-hmm. I mean, Describing scene and get results, it's maybe really great ability for people who want to get what they want to achieve with their mind yeah. and which is not present in real world. Mm-hmm. But uh, w- when you say about photography, it's all about the real world. Yeah. and the effects scenes can actually replace. You know, it's like having airplanes and cars. They can actually compete one with the other, because yeah. they, they do hear the same thing. They, get yeah. us from
0: one place to another.
1: But, uh, but in a really different way, you know, yes. flying every day with, with the plane is not a good idea. Even mm-hmm. if you will have one on the on your backyard. Yeah. So uh, when you talk about photography, the new technologies will just bring the new creative abilities, with mm-hmm. just way beyond your imagination. But it's mm-hmm. still about person. And about you and about you as an artist. Yeah. And all about you as a photographer.
0: Yeah. Yeah, there's so many different directions. Like we were talking before we started recording, this is about where the world is going, you yeah. know, or seems to be going right now. It changes, right? We're at the end of twenty twenty one as we're recording this, it may be different this time next year. But right now the buzz is on the you know, augmented reality AR, virtual reality VR, all this NFT stuff and all that, and then AI, of course, and how does that play into these worlds? And what does it all mean? I mean, you know, as you look at this, and you are forced to make decisions on where to place the company's resources to remain competitive, how do you, are you you looking at that stuff? Does Skyloom care about where those things are going, or is it more about the two-dimensional image and how we can make the best one
2: possible? Actually, the Skyline uh, thinks about itself and the whole great like, world that actually we are here to get more like expression from our customers about what he wants to achieve. you know like the image how he sees it, but not image, any content. And yeah. we realize that actually there are lots of new possibilities, like AI we already implemented that actually puts you from the position where you took this shot. To the position how you see it mm-hmm. your emotions uh, how what was in that shot how was it emotional and uh, you know like uh, the whole feel and look mm-hmm. and if we're talking about new platforms we realize that with vr and new platforms you can even touch your image you can even be inside that story you you can be the person who is the main player of the story so because of that we realize that this is definitely new level of uh, showing your story and uh, describing it to others. So because of that, we definitely think that it's cool experience and we definitely uh, will dig in it and uh, we'll see something yeah. new. Yeah, yeah, it's exciting. It, it very much, Dima, uh, I think you were
0: saying that this is like iPhone 1 in terms of where some of this VR technology is, but it's. I think it's, it is. But in a lot of ways, we didn't see iPhone 1 coming, right? We, we did not see that, you know, that these little glass rectangles were going to be the way that the world is interacting with data. Even now, we can kind of see where things are going based on what's possible and the tools and the trajectory of things. Do you think in the future, both of you guys, do you think in the future, Skyloom will be a major player in terms of you know content and artistic creation within this quote metaverse or whatever we call it
1: you know we're exploring different opportunities Mm -hmm. that exist in this world some of them are just just the beginning yeah. of some trends. Yep. So uh, we can say at the moment what we're going to do, but believe me, we will gonna impress you with cool. the results. And we're gonna
0: talk about that too. Yeah. That's the, you know what's what's next in the future, and then what's imminent, which is Luminar Neo, yeah. is what you guys are working on right now. Uh, before we move on to that. Ivan, I wanted to kind of throw it at you, a, a hardball question, yeah. right? So you got a tough job, right? Yeah. You, you're you're going up against giants, entrenched giants like yeah. Adobe, like we mentioned Capture One and all those companies. Where do you see Skylum fitting in that world? Are you in coopetition with with Adobe? Are they your arch rival? Like, how do you position and how do you, as the leader of the company, see Skyland's place in that hierarchy?
2: Actually, I'm thinking about our market, uh, and uh, I see that the times of competition are already gone. So the, the approach, how we do all the things, uh, all companies in this market, is uh, collaboration with small mix of competition. Because like we all do the one thing that is really And we expand the creativity of each person. Mm -hmm. We make creative guys, and I believe that everyone is creative. We make them happy. Mm -hmm. And because of that, I realized that uh, Adobe and other players do their imagined job, how they make the artists happy. Mm -hmm. We have our own approach. We definitely see our vision is uh, to Expand the creativity of our creatives, mm-hmm. and uh, we realize that uh, we started this photography, and we are here, you know, like for a long time, and we didn't tell anything, you know, at, right now, and uh, lots and lots new things, are, you know, like uh, are coming mm-hmm. this and next year, and because of that, we realize that uh, this is our point, and. Uh, cal your values definitely will help us be one of the major players in this game, but it's not the end of the game We understand that there are lots of creative approaches mm-hmm. that uh, new technologies as you mentioned expand yeah and we'll definitely be one of the pioneers because actually what we love doing this Dima is to create new things yeah to create something new and fancy you know that uh, that makes you know like as happy as creators yes and this is really the the main thing yeah
1: and i you know i want to add here is that the best way to fail Mm -hmm. is to focus on on competition but not on the user needs and That's problems. Right. That's 100% so right. we, you know, don't care much about what other peop- other guys do. And it's a really great.
0: You can't win the race, looking at the guy next to you, right? Yeah. You got to look uh, at the finish line. Know, right.
1: we even, you know, we, we, uh, what what drives us is actually is the results uh, that we can bring to our customers. Uh, when we see how happy some of our customers, and when yeah. we see we receive all that warm letters. That's drive us to do more stuff. I love it. I love it. Yeah.
0: There's so much to do, right? There's so much. You know, one of the things as a customer. I would want is, when can I have video
2: support in <laughs> these applications? <laughs> actually, uh, I saw this big problem and uh, actually for me, I deleted my old videos when I imported from SD card uh, to Luminar maybe one or two times. Yeah. Because of that, we added already to Luminar Neo mm-hmm. the support of previewing uh-huh. of video yeah, good, files. Good. We understand that lots of our technologies can more, go more faster than just photos. Yeah. We'll be thinking about that, but we'll give more updates a bit later. I love it.
0: I love it. I was expecting that. Yeah. <laughs>
2: it's
0: good. That's a good CEO. Um, yeah, the, the, the party line of the companies is usually, that's a great question, Frederick, but we don't comment on unreleased products or features. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. Uh, this is really cool. So let's let's switch gears and talk about the near future, yeah. Luminar Neo that's coming up, and then you know where things might go without revealing too much. Nima, what for the people that have you know maybe they came into the fold with Luminar AI. Yeah. Like, oh, this is great. I like the where they're going. The UI is clean and smooth and it's fresh, you know, and then now we have Luminar Neo. What, what was the decision-making process from let's do Luminar AI and now let's do Luminar Neo? Connect the dots for us.
1: Perfect question. No, I love it. Uh, the difference between uh, Luminar AI and Luminar Neo is in the main goal, why people actually start to edit photos. Mm -hmm. Luminar AI is template-based approach for those people who want to get the quick results, mostly based on templates. So Mm -hmm. they may pick the template and then do some quick adjustments and then get result. Mm -hmm. But Luminar Neo is for people who actually love to edit photos, for people who need more creative abilities, who want more flexibility. Mm. and it's completely two different audiences. Is it more of a
0: consumer on the AI side? Like people around here that may own a cafe or something and they just want their images of the menu to look great and they don't want to figure out how to do it. So those would be targets for AI, but photographers like us would be more of a neo. Type yeah, audience, sh- where we need more control. We need layers. We need this. Do the two overlap at all? Are we going to see AI features inside of Neo? And how does that?
1: Go? Yeah, there is a huge overlap between them, but mm-hmm. uh, all the idea in, in the workflow. Yeah, like Luminar Neo uh, is uh, very flexible. It most flexible prob- product that we ever done with in our company. Yeah, because uh, it has like a lot of different options how you combine all those tools Mm -hmm. because uh, in Luminary Eye everything flexible everything actually uh, made to achieve just quick result without thinking actually how to combine things together Mm -hmm. but Luminary Eye is different it serves for process of high-end photo editing about flexibility so you can use different tools combine them your way mm-hmm. save as a presets and reuse them yeah and have a lot of uh, abilities like for example uh apply same tool multiple times and uh, uh, it based on a completely new engine which mm-hmm. must faster than previous one mm-hmm. and it's more flexible it took us like two years in development wow. to do this new engine on new level for proposals uh, of flexible editing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, actually, with Luminar Neo, you, you will reintroduce layers, but on a new level of mm-hmm. flexibility and uh, making product for those flexible and uh, artist abilities mm-hmm. uh, unlock for us Huge door with uh, new ideas how we can introduce technologies that was just never seen in this world. Interesting to yeah. make people actually more happy with their and result and productive. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because at the end of the day, actually, final result is the artists that are happy with the results, mm-hmm. and uh, and we see that actually the main thing that we actually bring to this world and, and for people is the happiness yeah because when people are happy with their results and when they're happy with the feedback from outside mm-hmm. it means that we've done or work well
0: and that's like the you know when you were talking about the ai and the reasons for ai it's removing that drudgery I think, you know, from my perspective, like you mentioned, the power lines and taking those out of the shot, those are the things that people have to do to get to the things that they want to do, right? I don't want to have to, it's not fun for me to clone out power lines and all this, but it is fun for me to kind of figure out, do I want this black and white? Do I want it color? Do I want it contrasty or flat? Or do I want to make this building pop out more than those? Those are creative decisions that as an artist I want to make, but I don't want to make just the...
1: Get it to a point where I can start working on it. Right? You're absolutely right because you know I think what should be fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's fun and uh, the overall process should be very fun. Yeah,
0: yeah, the whole thing. Yeah,
1: I mean it's
0: photography, right? It's not it's not work. So I mean, if we if you extrapolate forward and you look out into the world, right, and yeah. we're or into the future. We're going into like 2025. This is one of the questions I ask you all. Well, we're going to 2025 or 2030. Where do you do you look that far forward? It's not that far, right? Yeah. Definitely. Do you look that far forward as the CEO of the company and kind of and what does that look like? You know, I know you can't obviously you're not re- reveal any strategic
2: directions, but you know from a high level. Yeah, we actually see the trend. We understand mm-hmm. the, the the level of creativity that actually you know all the people on the planet want to achieve, it's higher and higher. And like COVID also showed us that everyone is creative and everyone can do the things that are very interesting with his own perspective. Mm -hmm. I think that this trend will pop up Mm -hmm. more and more. And because of that, uh, everyone, not only in this industry, uh, make their like products uh, and tools to get more creative uh, abilities to the everyone to express themselves. Yeah. We don't know what creative abilities will be, but we realize that the world is becoming more complex, it's becoming with uh, augmented reality, virtual yeah. reality, yeah. and uh, non fungible tokens as you mentioned already, mm-hmm. as uh, new trends, and I think that they, those trends are really stable. Based on that, I realize that the, our devices will definitely change. Yeah. I think that we will get rid of phones, uh, maybe we will get rid of uh, like laptops and uh, other like uh, devices that we got used to, mm-hmm. but new devices with new technologies will not change the thing that everyone is creative and uh, everyone want, want to express themselves. And it's interesting to look to the guys who create, but not who just copy. And uh, the difference, and I think that what will happen more, consumption of content, will be lower than creation, because when you create something, you do some act that makes you uh, feel you more fulfilled, more happier, and when you consume, you do not have this you know, right. like emotion. Right. And because of that, I realized that this direction is definitely our direction as a company. We make our customers like more creative guys, who actually spend more time feeling them happy. Yeah,
0: and so then looking at the the present right now, this interview we're recording on an iPhone Pro 13 Max, whatever, right? So ordinarily, I would have brought a mirrorless camera and you know done it that way. This camera is probably superior to doing it on those in, in terms of flexibility, quality, and all that. You know, in some cases, right? So. What do you, you know, as the leader of the company, how, how much emphasis do you put on mobile? Mobile photography, you know, that's coming up. App, Apple's doing all kinds of crazy stuff with computational photography at the point of capture. How do those people that are using these devices get
2: value from Skype? First of all, I want to tell that with Luminar B we have... Oh. This strange sound. <laughs> no, somebody doesn't like mobile over there.
0: <laughs>
1: it's just the fence you know. They're trying to see us. <laughs> That's
2: yeah. the competition. Over yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, with uh, Luminar Neo, we're introducing uh, like our first mobile application for a long time. Yeah. Uh, Luminar Neo uh, Helper. What's well, my name, is Dima?
1: Yeah, assistant,
2: assistant. So mm-hmm. it's Luminar Neo Assistant that actually uh, helps you to see. What you edit on on the desktop, how it shows, how it looks like actually on mobile, mm-hmm. because it's valuable that you can share your images to popular social networks and yep. so on yep. only through mobile, and uh, because of that, uh, we think it's very valuable. Yeah. But more of that, we realize that uh, the platform as it is is just a key, you know, to your creativity. And uh, as we see that actually the values that we have in company, they actually. А, Бен, Визг A lot of people who even don't have camera or even don't have, like, desktop uh, or laptop, we understand that this is our direction also. Not only mobile, but new platforms that uh, will pop up. Whatever comes next. some with cameras. Yeah. yeah. Everything's good, and actually, uh, that makes our customers happy. And uh, more of that, that they use it. You know, and uh, we realize that mobile, it's... Actually, we started from mobile. And actually, my started from mobile Oh, I didn't uh, know that. Okay. Yes. was one of the first developers for iOS who actually yes. created like more than 40 small mobile applications. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I came and when I joined the company nine years ago, we still had like small mobile applications. And uh, the most powerful of them were about photography and were about photo editing. And we realized that mobile as a platform had no resources, had no abilities to do actually. A really cool pro quality level work and because of that we switched to desktop yeah. now we see that our approach actually shows the opportunity for everyone for every photographer or every even creative guy who takes some shots to be cool and uh, get professional results yeah on every platform, actually. Yeah. So it's the not, platform is no longer. It's no longer, yet, it's no yet longer yet
0: budget, a yet. yeah. It's not a compromise where yeah. if I want to, I can I can get halfway there on mobile, and then of course I need a proper computer in order to finish the yeah. job with these M1, you know, uh, iPads yes. and you know MacBook Pros and all this stuff you have more than enough power in your phone in some cases to to do really quality work right so coming from that world you know the mobile mobile imaging world and seeing it kind of nascent all the way up through maturity or close to maturity now is it time to flip the company back yeah absolutely
1: absolutely because right now mobile phones are fast enough to Be able to run all our future technologies and ideas, and more. And more, because at that time we have uh, ideas which just was not compatible with the resources that mobile phones had. Yeah. And now it's the time. But you know, we think about mobile development not as a just copy what we have on the desktop and move it to the mobile. Yeah. We working on. Imagine whole experience yes. of mobile editing yeah. and think about what people who use mobile really need there yeah they're because not at a desk
0: with a display and a mouse and a keyboard
1: they may be here having coffee or across the street or walking yes right? but yeah. even you know even jobs that actually uh, user has uh, for had for their uh, photo editing on mobile mm-hmm. is completely different from those who actually edit on the desktop. Yeah. So it's all about solution for people because the core there is is is, is a people, not yeah. not like uh, features. Yeah.
0: Do you, do you do you think do you think mobile is at a point now where it is the platform? Obviously the power is there. You know, with many, especially with the M1 chip. Do we think that the platform mobile is at a point now where professionals can consider doing deliverable work? on a mobile device, especially when you guys release whatever you're going to release on mobile, (laughs) is it there?
1: Uh, To be honest, I think, you know, it depends because some of the professionals are pretty good with result that they can share on Instagram, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, I know the mobile devices and the mobile screen are the number one in terms of consumptions yeah. of com- consumption of the content mm-hmm. in the world, which is a whole other ball of wax. Yes, like color balance and all, yeah. get me started on that. Yeah, <laughs> but some of professionals need their images to be printed on big big uh, sizes like billboard and uh, or, or billboards yeah. mm-hmm. uh, or they need to get the result that can be showed on the galleries mm-hmm. so they need a completely different level of quality yeah but in general current uh mobile devices are pretty close to serve both worlds yeah yeah you can get in yeah you can get
0: like you said That's a perfect way to put it you can get pretty close in both worlds but when you're when you want to go to that next level, you need—I don't want to say proper gear, but you need optics, right? Yeah. You can only do so much with that glass and that sensor. You need big glass and bigger sensor and all that, right? But
1: I mean, mostly about editing process. Mm-hmm. If we talk about like resolution and the quality of lenses, there are mm-hmm. still a lot of opportunities that. Hardware engineers uh, is have to improve the quality. Yeah. If you talk about mobile, but uh, if we say about like editing capabilities, uh, it' pretty close mm-hmm. to fulfill needs of high end professionals. Yeah. And uh, guys who can just some content for Instagram. Yeah. But we see in the world right now because of this COVID thing. Uh, demand on high quality content just rose. Mm-hmm. Why it mm-hmm. happens? Because uh, because of the COVID, a lot of businesses, which was still not presented in internet, they now s- decided to go there. Yeah. Smallest cafes and everything, they, they see how, yeah. they were okay without be present in the internet and just be present in local communities. But now all of them started to think more globally. And uh, the amount of con- content right now just rocket high.
0: There's so much opportunity right now. Um, let's wrap with kind of final thoughts, right? I'll um, start with you, Dima. Where, where final thoughts, m- looking forward into the
1: future? You know, what do you, what do you feel? Are you optimistic? Are you pessimistic? You know, uh, it's very hard to do great thing. Being pessimistic.
2: So uh, That's good. we have no that choice. Be on a t-shirt. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So you know we have no choice.
2: Yeah.
1: We strongly believe in a bright future. Okay. And I think you know, uh whole history is all about evolution yeah. of technologies, of the way of people, how do they work mm-hmm. and we're here to help this evolution happen faster. If you ever have any questions on product, you want to bounce
0: something off of me, I'm here for you. Just let me know. Thank you. <laughs> see, right there, you see that? Right? Yeah. That was a signature. <laughs> um, all right, so final directions
2: for the company, you know, and from the CEO of Skyloom. Tell us what's so, your I think, your you know, like that, uh, new technologies, new devices, expanded creativity for everyone, you know, so much. Can we just made it faster and faster and now everyone understands that uh, he has power inside yeah. and uh, this power is very creative and he needs to create something, something bold. So we are here to help, Maybe. we are here to share our knowledge and experience how to create something really cool as our products, yeah. so uh, I so I hope that uh, everyone will enjoy Luminar Neo and we will enjoy our new things that we will deliver. I love Thank it. Thank you, Frederick. I love it. Thank you guys for coming. Thank you. Thank and you, Frederick.
0: Thanks for coming to San Francisco. Baby.
1: Yeah. 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 Nice Sorry city. for the weather, but yeah, thanks oh, for coming. That's cool weather. <laughs> uh, this weather is be- is best weather to do actually creative work. I
0: agree. I yeah. uh, 100% agree. This is great weather for creatives, not great weather for tourists. Right? Yeah. So but I'm <laughs> so we need to work. <laughs> we gotta
1: get to work. Yeah, great yeah, thing that we can combine work and like traveling because you know this is a great source of inspiration. Yeah. When you meet real people, meet your customers, and yeah. feel their pains or like get their feedback. Yeah. It's something that will drive you. And yeah. the worst decision we made when we were disconnected from from our audience. That's right. And uh, you know because. Everything that we do is we do for our customers. Yeah. And uh, customers' research is an ongoing thing that every company should do if company wants to succeed. Love it. We'll leave it right there. Thank you, gentlemen,
0: for Thank coming. You. Thank you. I think you. we need to go uh, have some lunch or yeah. some yes. kind of beverage or something now. Right? Beverage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, folks. We'll see you next time. Thank yeah. you.
2: Bye-bye. This is Twitter.